we've got at least four classes that are going to probably be shipping out materials. The student is actually on a boat, <laughs> a sailboat. So how do we get a kit to them? Welcome to The Daily Brew from the Stanford Daily. I'm Ellie Wong, and this episode is part two of Teacher Perspectives During COVID-19. Last week, we talked to professors from Italic, the East Asian Language and Culture Department, and the TAPS Department. Today, you'll hear from Sherry Shepard, who taught ME1 Introduction to Mechanical Engineering this past winter, and Rajan Kumar, a professor in the Material Science and Engineering Departments. Since engineering classes often involve collaboration among students and a heavy hands-on component, Professor Shepard says that switching to an online method of learning in the last week of winter quarter took some creativity. Tuesday, I had a guest lecturer come in who's an expert on jet engine design, and it was culminating a, a series of, I would say, theory lectures on how do you analyze jets and, and, and rocket engines. And at first he kind of said, well, let's just cancel it and no one will come. And and then he thought about it and he hand wrote out his slides ahead of time and put them into a PowerPoint. And the TAs helped him figure out how to do a voiceover. It, it took some adaptation from a colleague, which was great to see how he um, started to recognize it's a new reality. Once final exams became optional, she immediately reached out to her students. I quickly got online and and did, along with the TAs, some calculations to let everybody know in the class what their grade would be with um, just the work they'd done. And so it meant reappropriating homework, you know, bumping up those percentages, doing a little bit of imagining on their last homework assignment, what grade they would get. You know, there were a few caveats. And so I sent out to every student, you know, here's what your grade is. Um, under this calculation and um, to give them some sense about whether they would want to take the final. To wrap up her class, Professor Shepard used the breakout room function on Zoom to form small student groups where they could review each other's designs. Although they couldn't meet in person or celebrate around food like originally planned, Professor Shepard argues that this is a time where flexibility is crucial. We're all used to aiming for perfection in what we do. And this is a time to say that that good enough is probably good enough. That there may be a lot of things over the next months that are not perfect, um, but going in with good intentions and with heart and energy um, is maybe the best we can do. So then, how are professors in the engineering department adjusting the spring quarter? What changes have they had to make? We've sort of been informed by the university and our department that we can't really expect the uh, teaching assistants uh, to come in to do lab demos or record either, um, just due to the fact that we want to limit the number of uh, folks coming to campus, of course. Rajan Kumar teaches MATSI 160, Nanomaterials Laboratory, this quarter. On Explore Courses, the description calls it a hands-on approach to synthesis and characterization of nanoscale materials where students will learn how to make, pattern, and analyze the latest nanotech materials. We'll probably be shifting our focus more from getting familiarity with lab equipment and sort of running an experiment to really focusing on how do you design a good experiment and 
create uh, a useful set of procedures and protocols in order to run uh, an effective experiment in the lab, which um, if you talk to anyone in, in engineering or in research, this is as important, if not more important than having the technical in-person skills. Other classes have had to change as well, especially considering how students don't have all the same resources at home as they do in school. We do a lot of project-based learning and students work in teams and they actually build hardware and debug hardware that doesn't work. And a number of us are thinking too, what resources do students have at home in terms of internet connection? You know, do they have a smartphone? Do they have an iPad? And, and we're kind of designing these courses with some minimum assumptions of what, what connection is like. Unfortunately, there are parts of teaching that simply can't be recreated through online learning. Most instructors, I think, really enjoy teaching classes in person. There's um, the performance aspect to being an instructor that is uh, interesting and, and makes the class, I think, more engaging. Being able to ask students questions live and kind of in person direct get responses. And I know there are ways in Zoom and some of these online uh, modes that we can kind of navigate some of this more engaging uh, interactions in the classroom, but it will certainly be different. But it seems like the situation can be seen in a different light as well. Maybe working through the changing limitations and restrictions during this pandemic are a way to apply the principles of engineering to our everyday lives. You could actually say this is a test. You know, mechanical engineering is a lot about design and you have a problem and you figure out what the constraints are and, and you move towards a solution. I think it's really testing us. Do we actually believe in that? This episode was produced by Ellie Wong and Wangi Jung. If you're interested in hearing more podcast episodes about COVID-19, Pandemic Pulse is a newly launched student-run weekly podcast that connects with prominent scientists, doctors, lawyers, and business leaders to make sense of our current time. Their first episode, called Disaster Care and Pandemic Resilience with Dr. Milana Trounce, can be found at pandemicpulse.su.domains, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. To hear from other Stanford Daily podcasts, go to stanforddaily.com slash category slash podcasts.